it's all right. Like this is Saturday Night High, and I'm Steph, and I'm here with Gilda. Not physically because you know um, distance. Distance, yeah. But I am physically in New York, where last night I saw live Saturday Night Live um, in Studio AH myself stuff in studio ah did not ever think that would happen in my life and it happened last night <laughs> i'm still floored i'm like wait did that really happen it did yeah it feels like it was just like a really long dream or something especially because after it happened we came home smoked a joint and then re-watched the episode so it all felt really surreal <laughs> yeah, i bet i was wondering if you were going to then watch like what the rest of us peasants saw um Sorry. Yeah, then I woke up this morning and did that too. <laughs> watched it again? Yeah, like not the whole thing because there are some things that are just not worth watching again. Um, but obviously, no. okay, the okay. musical acts. I, <laughs> right though. Um, no, I did this. I, I rewatched most of Weekend Update. Also, did you watch the cut for time? Yeah, I watched it. I, okay. I watched that twice because I was so high. I watched it last night after watching rewatching the thing the first time the episode gotcha um but i'm gonna be honest not really a football person a lot of it just kind of went over my head <laughs> yeah it was kind of yeah anyway we'll get there at the end of the episode so um yeah this we are talking about season 47 episode 11 which was hosted by will forte with musical guest mona skin yeah i think so i don't know okay. i've been trying really hard to study <laughs> I respect them and their art. Yeah, so the cold open, it was a Fox News Ingraham oh, wait, Ingram angle. Stuff actually happens before the cold open that I didn't oh. know about. Oh, like the warm up and stuff? Uh, yeah, I didn't know. Like, they came out and like sang and stuff. I was like, what? Um, yeah, so, okay. So, first off, you walk in and you see like all the sets. I was sitting um, in literally the very back row of seats <laughs> um, and we were all the way up. Not all the way, but we were far to the left side. So we were right in front of where the musical act performs and then right next to the set for um, the first sketch, that kid's game show. Um, so I was eyeing that big vat of cream for a very long time because they saw us so early. I was like leaving my body for so long, uh, <laughs> freaking out. Um, and then... Yeah, like the band starts playing about a half an hour before the show and they're fucking great. Like all night they're on it. Um, and also like sketches happen in front of them, which is cool to see. Like you see all of them just like sit- sitting there while the crew, the big ass fucking crew is bringing all the set pieces in. Um, yeah, so Michael Che came out first and like got us a little bit hyped, warmed up the audience and then introduced Keenan, who did a song with... Uh, Heidi, Ego, and Chloe. Um, and then they went back and we waited like 10 more minutes and I saw the Ingram angle and I saw Kate walk out and she was a little bit goofy, like her energy. She was happy to be there, obviously. <laughs> um, and the countdown to live started at 45. So for 45 fucking seconds, everyone was dead silent. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was dead silent. It was nice. Um, yeah. Everyone shut the so, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this was written by... Uh, I have Gates, someone Gates, Kent Sublette. Is it Allison Kat or Sub- did I make that up? 
Allison Gates? That sounds right. Um, I, I just grabbed, it was the last names from, I believe it was the standby line. Um, mm. It was, they only posted the last names. Um, so yeah, no, that makes sense. There was a, okay, so one one joke that really hit with me was the green M&M canceled oh my just God. for being a whore. <laughs> and there, no, that's not, this is worth it, I promise. Um... <laughs> was it it was like green was the color of the uh instead of green was the color of the shirt you used to wear at the yogurt shop it was green was the color of the m&m that got canceled for being a slut and it was i'm sorry i thought that was i'm perfect. wearing anyway. a green sweater right now in solidarity with all sluts because <laughs> <laughs> i <hate> myself. Um, <laughs> yeah other than that uh she shouted out americans mourning the loss of america's dad robert durst oh my god that was so funny fuck that was a good line played well with the audience too love (laughs) robert durst jokes um and also there was that bit where like as um pete davidson was talking kate was making these like faces at the camera like i didn't get like a steak i think is what the line was um and it was just so fun to watch both of them go all out but standing, like, just 20 feet apart or whatever. I have no, like, spatial awareness, so don't quote me there. <laughs> oh, also, this... We tried to predict, like, how, like, where we would be um, sitting based off of, like, who's getting wristbands and stuff. Let me tell you, it was the most random fucking shit. I feel like there's no system. I feel like they just do random shit. We were sitting next to people with wristbands. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's... I, I will say that I have found if you go to the shows really dressed up and looking pretty, they put you closer. Um, and if you are in a t-shirt and jeans, you're in the... Yeah, and so, I mean, you guys looked great, so... Yeah, we both wore some dress situations. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, fuck, the uh, AD Bryant... She stood looking like Ty Cruz with her hands um, clasped in front of her for the entire time until her bit started. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, hands clasped. <laughs> um, Candace Owens was a total bitch on Twitter to Ego this morning. Um, and then we had James Austin Johnson as Trump. Um, instead of doing the list of associations this time, it was Wordle. Um, I liked how they adapted, they tweaked it and that kind of kept it fresh. Cause they had like a list of words when Kate was talking too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they, they use that already, <laughs> but it's, it's fun to see still. I like visuals. Right. And, um, it was, oh, the, li- yeah, it was the list of things liberals are trying to take from you, which included guns, burgers, Morgan Wallen, aioli all of a sudden, thanks Lin-Manuel, and finally missionary, <laughs> which I just, that that was a fucking good list, so. It really was. A bad list, actually. Bad. All no. that bad. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then Kate said, live from New York, which I could not fucking hear over everybody, like, clapping and stuff. Oh, that, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I get that. And then the monologue, um, I I enjoyed the tone of this. For a hot minute there, 
more like a second. I thought it was going to be a question and answer situation. Um, but actually, no, I really didn't think that. It's just because they said that. But then I also had seen the cue card with Lauren's name on it. So I knew he was going to speak. Um, okay, that's cool. And at this point, I had figured out who Lauren was. But at first, when I saw Lauren, <laughs> I was like, um, like the friend I was there with, we both like have watched this like so, for so long. We know what this man looks like. And yet we saw him. And he had the mask, you know, he had a can ninety five. Um, we did see it go below his nose, but <laughs> it happens to the best of us, honestly. Um <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. He we didn't think it was him at first, but it was him, yeah. <laughs> when I was in the struggles chat last night, um you you were texting me things and I was relaying it's like they didn't know it was Lauren at first. They just thought it was an old white guy. That was people really, uh, yeah. There were a few um, of those there, so it, you could understand the confusion. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had our first bit of the night. Um, oh, the monologue was written by Nordwin slash Jost. Um, McGruber was a recurring segment throughout the night. It was written by Will Forte, Someone Solomon, and Yorma Tacone. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, seeing his <laughs> name in the credits last night was weird. Um, yeah. It was basically, the series was the radicalization of McGruber. And I, I'm not normally someone that enjoyed McGruber, and... I can't say I was happy with the... I mean, obviously, they were going to do MacGruber. Kristen Wiig was going to come back. But she was in a lot of the show tonight, and I was not... Yeah. The, I, the cast they, who's actually on the show didn't get a chance. Uh-uh. A lot of not them. at all. Who I was there to see. Sorry, Kristen Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's... It, a little would have gone a long way. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um... It's fun to see, like, a reoccurring bit in a show, because you don't really see that much anymore, but I don't know. I just didn't think we needed it for this. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, I I, I really thought the making him a right-wing nut was, like, a QAnon person. (laughs) It was just funny. Um, I... There was something else I was going to say. Oh, and it was fucking Ryan Philippe on the left. And I did not figure that out until I Googled it today. Because I was like, (laughs) fuck, is that like Mikey Day in like really bad like plastic surgery makeup to make him look like a puffy Ryan Philippe? And then it was like, oh, no, that was him. Shit. Sorry, my B. I assumed it was him based on deduction because I was all up in Reddit figuring out who's going to be doing the cameos last night. Okay, okay. Um, then we had the first sketch, which was Kid Clash. Yeah, um, this was fun to see from my perspective, but I don't know. This as a sketch, it was just all right. Like, I'm not really into physical comedy all that much. It doesn't get me excited as much as other things do. Um, but it was cool. I saw, like, a prop girl hand the little token thing to 80 as the camera was like not exactly on her and then um at the end of the night i got to see um people come out and scoop the cream out of the vat and into like trash bags or whatever huh yeah horrible job um i mean it's it's funny doing it for snl but what a tedious 
Uh, yeah. Task. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's unfortunate. They do so I, much. Yeah, I, I assume they would, like, dilute it down and wet back it, but I don't know. No, you scoop um, that shit out. At the end. <laughs> we had another MacGruber. Yeah. Uh, he'd gone down the misinformation rabbit hole. He said, I'm not insane, and then followed it up with, have you ever heard of QAnon? It was kind of funny, the, but I don't know. Again, I was getting used to it already. Yeah, no, I because cinema classes, uh, it was like the recurring thing with Rista what, but it was like Gaslight or something. I was so happy that in real life I got to see Rista what with fucking my friend who also loves Keenan Thompson. We were overjoyed, honestly, um, to see that we were going to get that. And we didn't see that at first because we saw the like the set for where Kate McKinnon was. But we didn't know that that was going to be a cinema classics thing. So I was already trying to guess. I did not guess right. Um. <laughs> yeah, it was literally a sketch about gaslighting. It was mocking the film of the same name from 1940-something. Um, and it's literally about a man who murders a woman and wants to steal her jewels. And so he marries her niece and, like, slowly tries to make her think she's going crazy. So she gets uh, put in an asylum and... Um, he can find the jewels and it doesn't work. Men ain't shit. Um, but Keenan Thompson is, and I laughed at him in this. <laughs> Honestly, the uh, dude, I don't care how crazy I am, this is a pineapple line. <laughs> Just really, I don't know, that resonated with me. It was great seeing that, like, after watching how Kate had been throughout the, like, before in the sketch, she was so, like, theatrical and, like, this, you know, this woman and then she's like this is a pineapple dude <laughs> uh ends with Reese DeWatt's um wife calling and say he's like oh she's on the phone right now oh that's not good and I feel like <laughs> that was a fun way to end that and now let's go on to hotel date threesome yeah so I as the oh so I guess it wasn't before that so um I saw like Monkey Day walking on to the set and he was kind of like fist pumping like with some of the crew members just like in excitement like excited to be there and happy and shit and then also with like a little corner of the audience where he was it was so cute to see um yeah i love to see that and i don't think he did much in last night's episode other than that um yeah which i don't know this sketch didn't really like there were some funny lines but I don't know why they needed Will Forte to move that bed or shake that bed rather for so long. I don't know. That was a lot. I mean, and considering, again, seeing how much was cut. Yeah. Like, why? Could have had a whole last PDD sketch in there. Yeah. Where are they? I miss (laughs) them so much. Although they co-wrote the Sarah Sherman bit. Um Oh. Her update bit. Yes. Yeah, she writes with them a lot. So, um, Cute. yeah. Uh, yeah, so this the premise of this sketch was Mikey Day and Heidi Gardner were in a nice hotel room for their her birthday, I think. Um, and <laughs> they were wife Tracy and Tate. Uh, Will Forte was the professional third, and he was just this sleazy Joe Exotic-looking motherfucker. Like... Yeah. Exactly. Um, it, they're, 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 Mikey Day, again, he can, he's 
a baby Keenan and that he can make a sketch with his what uh was, are you feeling better now no I'm not like it he, he just him playing like the like the it, it, not straight isn't straight man but you know what I mean we've been over this straight man right. yes. in the sketch um is yeah it it always hits with me um yeah also his line the game plan for tonight is make love to my wife and fight me off the whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's really good at delivering lines like that <laughs> yeah no uh will forte is then fuck it he's humping a pillow and oh my god that was graphic it really was i cannot believe that yeah. that got on air that was it was like okay somebody's gonna make a gif out of that and someone somewhere is gonna get off to that so <laughs> sorry um i <laughs> uh, will forte shouting try to get in at mikey day and he then hits him with a pillow you'd hit me with my own wife he was hilarious. Um, oh, sorry. Anyway. And I think that led into our first performance, right? Yes. Yes. So I found out on Wednesday that I was going to be seeing the show. So since Wednesday, I had been listening to this band. Um, basically, like, all the songs that they have on Apple Music, even though they only played the two English songs that they have, which I could have seen coming from a million miles away. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but... I mean, we really lucked out with such a great musical act last night. I loved their costumes. The platform shoes were so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, their outfits were and fucking I feel, fire. Yeah. That's what I want to see more of. It's just outfits like that on stages. Yeah. No, and I mean, they're totally... Uh, this A. So I took the opposite tact as you, and I decided to go into last night's musical performances cold. This was not what I was expecting at all. Um, I was like, what in the hard yeah. rock David Bowie is this? But I didn't hate it. Um, yeah, I also something else that's really surprising and was much more evident in the second performance. Um, again, a really sexual band and my little sister really likes them. And I called my father about half hour before SNL and was like, hey, I know little one likes them. It's It comes on in however long. They'll probably, it'll probably be on in about an hour if you want to wake her up or something. Not wake her up, but go get her. Um, and then I watched it and I was like, oh shit, I hope I didn't just like walk her into a trap. I don't know if they know how sexual, like how um, glam rock just in your face. Yeah. So I was like, shit, I hope I didn't uh, get her in trouble or something. But, you know, <laughs> whoops, I was trying to do good. I was trying to do a good thing. <laughs> During the performance, you couldn't really tell. But like in the moments before the performance, it was more obvious. Just that they're so young, too. How young like, are they? So oh, no. I am, am bringing the bad news that I think I think. The girl, the one girl, I think she was born in 2000 um, or 1999. I don't know. But that they were all born in like 1999 or 2000. And they're all from Italy, which is so fucking nice and good for them. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, yeah, she's yeah. 21. Oh, no. I'm going to click on another one. 
So she's 99 then, right? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's 2000. No, it was oh my two, God, yeah, what? It was it's 2022. Yep. Fuck. And he was 99. <laughs> he's 23. Jesus Christ. Oh, I just want to say I loved that I got to see the 22 show. Those are like my lucky numbers. Oh, nice. <laughs> um... We didn't say the date at the beginning of this. Oh. Or anything. January. <laughs> well, I, I said who hosted it and whatnot, but yeah, no, oh, we didn't good. say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I got that. We just missed the date. Um, they, I didn't realize they won Eurovision in 2021. Yeah, my friend, um, I have a friend who lives in Prague, and when she saw on Instagram that I was going to be in this audience, she was like, oh my God, you get to see Moneskin? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I looked up where they're performing because I really want to see them again. And unfortunately, their only U.S. tour date is um, Coachella. Uh, that's not happening. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> a few years ago, I was able to fucking, I got, I was like in the queue and was close to get, like, it was like, here, buy your Coachella tickets. I was going to fucking flip them. What? Oh my God. Right? <laughs> Um, That'd be so much money. It would be. And my fucking bank denied the transaction because they thought it was suspicious. It was so unfortunate. They didn't think you would go to Coachella. I mean, I don't know. I don't think you really would, but maybe. I wouldn't. They don't know. No, I wouldn't, but I'd sell my <laughs> tickets to some poor sap who wanted to pay me a lot of money for them. And that's your right. That's your right. I was getting, like, the tickets were, like, Either fourteen or eighteen hundred dollars each. Like, oh I would have been able to add a lot of value to that because people will pay. Yeah. So I was, fuck you, Wells Fargo. Don't have you no mm. more. Um, okay. Well, that's unfortunate. That being said, I wouldn't be surprised if they plan a summer. Oh, it translates to moonlight in Danish. Well, that's fun. They all met in middle school, which was probably five years ago. Oh, my God. They all met. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We go into weekend update. Hell, yeah. I was so excited. Um, it took so many people to put that set together. So I really understand why they didn't have the desk or, you know, the background or any of that. Uh, because this happens in front of the band, basically. Um yeah, so obviously, I, not obviously, but I just don't have any of this in order, so I don't know, but I did, I knew going into this that we were going to see Guy who just bought a boat. Uh, yeah, I, if we hadn't, I was going to flip a fucking cat. Like, I yeah. was not, I, it just needed to, because as we know, Colin Jost and Pete Davidson just bought a motherfucking boat. A fucking fairy. Um, a fucking fairy, yeah. <laughs> Which Pete Davidson calling it, um, what's a windowless, the windowless bus of the sea? Van. <laughs> oh, the windowless van of the sea, yes. Um, it was fucking amazing. Um, this was written by Anna Dresden and Alex Moffat. Yeah, I mean, this was probably the raunchiest one of these that we've seen. Yeah. And. <laughs> Pete Davidson was fucking losing it. And then I want to say it was the, it was, hang on, um, Saturday Night Vibes podcast tweeted, who's higher right now, Pete or Sat Night High Pod? <laughs> and I fucking cackled. And then I said, me. 
because I'd been going for a while. Upon rewatch of that segment, I retract that statement. Pete was definitely higher. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he and I had that in common in that room. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was so fucking high that I responded to the tweet. Forgot I responded to the tweet. Oh my tweet. god, oh my god. Retweeted and responded to it again. <laughs> Didn't I do that in text to you last week? You were like, oh, are you working on Monday? And I was like, no, thank God. And then a few minutes later, I was like, no, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So it was like, I did that. And when I realized it, I was like, oh, fuck. I gotta own up to this. So yeah, that is how fucking, that's where last night was. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, it, it, it could have been neck and neck, but um, Pete snorting at Alex Moffat saying it's the width that matters, mine's like a tuna can. Ugh. I know, but like Pete was doubled over and snorting. and Loved you just... to see that. Oh I was like on God. his side too, like physically, like he, nice. I could see him better. I couldn't see Bowen as well, but it's fine. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, uh, so Bowen came out and he was Chan Miao. I saw a crew member like push him out on the chair. It was so fun Aww. to see that. The, the, wee! Yeah, when um, they pop over, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he said he designed the panda wall on ketamine. Oh my god. <laughs> and that the Olympics were going to be something meets something meets Dave Chappelle's stand-up special, at which point Michael Che was like, how? He's like, oh, there's going to be a lot of people protesting afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is probably my favorite Bowen character. It was great, and it was also great to see... Che responding to it and also Jost in real time because you can't really see that when you're watching from home and they were enjoying it as much as I was <laughs> Gen Z icon Kyle Rittenhouse trying to get his gun back who's uh, careful trying to get your memorabilia back so they finally got OJ like I love that we're still doing OJ jokes and we know that Norm is smiling somewhere so <laughs> yeah Um, we saw Sarah Sherman again and this was was this her second time doing this bit second or third okay we've seen this yeah. a few times yeah i think the first time oh yeah maybe yeah the first time was um the night before i saw her in brooklyn so kind of crazy that i then i keep seeing her on riding these highs of this great weekend update um <laughs> I, I do think they need to slow it down a bit mm-hmm. in terms of how often we see it or else she'll get uh, Emily Latellan. But <laughs> I do really enjoy the bit. Um, yeah, as mentioned earlier, it was written by her and Please Don't Destroy. Um, you and Trey, will they, won't they? Um, which, oh God, yeah, again, it was a good segment, but... I was like, all right, we, we know what's coming. It's kind of like, you know, Leslie Jones. Oh, my God. Yeah, for a second, I, I got really confused because I thought you said Leslie. Well, I heard Leslie Jones, and I thought Leslie Nope. So I was like, hmm, <laughs> which character is that? <laughs> no. Which character? 
oldest person in the U.S. died, a powerful reminder to test your code oh for fentanyl, which that was, oh, man. Um, Hilarious. And, yeah, so we talked about the guy who just bought a boat. It was written by Dresden Moffat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then had Jackie and Clancy, which was written by Kent Sublette and Dan Bulla. It was something. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing, you know, that's nice. I'm not. <laughs> Neither am I, unfortunately. I. We've seen this so many times before in one, like, one variation or another of them doing this. And, um, yeah, they were like a singing duo, definitely wig and forte style humor. I did think the song Toddler Hell was funny. <laughs> yeah, toddler hell. Oh my god. <laughs> that was that was all right. I I can I can admit that. Um yes. at the end of the sketch, Will Forte was shouting so hard his face was turning red and you could see like the wig cap against his face. Oh my god. Like, you could see that like the faux skin where they attached it was like one color cuz it was white and he would just his, oh my god. I was like, "Oh, please give that man some oxygen." Um, oh my god. <laughs> and then they said if you wanted the CD, you had to mail whatever to blah 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 Pickle Tits Delaware. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So that was funny too, but that was it. Yeah, it was really wacky. Um and then they cut to commercial and uh while they're like doing the commercial, they're filming those little like blips that you see in the middle of the commercial break. Um so I think like the first like they did um the band uh the lead singer he did some like poses or whatever, and it was fun to watch him film that. But they also did um I think it was this commercial break they did one of like and by the bands I meant Monoskin, but then they did the band like the band, <laughs> um and it was this girl playing I think it was like the bass or whatever she was like mm-hmm. so young looking, um. And it was just fun to watch her, like, walk forward from where she had been on the stage to be there for the camera to go around her um, and then just continue on playing for Are you talking us. about, like, the pictures of the bands that we see? Don't you see, like, so when you're watching, like, live, like, on a network, you know, whatever, yeah. um, there'll be, like, a commercial. And then for a second you see, like, a cut to, like, what is going on in AH and it's like just a few seconds oh, and then yes, back to commercial yes, and then yes, to your yes, yes, episode. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant the photography and I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like, no. Oh my God. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, there, there's literally no way they do that in between the fucking sketches. <laughs> I did like the photography though last night. It was, they were fun. Too. Fun photo shoot. Um, Will Forte announcing in a bald wig in that same wig was kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was running up to say is that um, I was so focused on the band because they were getting ready to perform and, you know, they're like 20 years old or whatever. So they're nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone started laughing and I was like, holy shit, like what's going on? Am I missing something? And then I saw Will Forte standing there. And now I understand like the energy in the audience right before that happens where like we know that back home they're about to see this wacky ass visual but right now we're watching it and it's ridiculous it's only it's it's, it's a little secret between us and them yeah for like yeah. four seconds or whatever four seconds yeah. literally <laughs> um yeah the mona skin performed i want to be your slave um great performance 
It was a great performance. Again, I have it all caps and bold. Why is my little sister allowed to listen to this? It's almost too much for me. <laughs> right under it being like, so they're, so they're all definitely fucking, right? Like, in some way, shape, or form. Because the tension and the touching... Well, I At was least like, emotionally, okay. like, in, like involved. Yeah. Yes. Enmeshed, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just want to believe that, you know? It's funner. <laughs> it's like an Italian Fleetwood Mac. Literally. Um, that's what I want this to be. The 20-year-olds. <laughs> yes! Um... This was, uh, yeah, again, it wasn't expected, but I'm here for it. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I got if I, I got a text at this point from my ex, Steve, saying that this was the quote-unquote best modern episode he's seen. Did you tell him I was there? Did you tell him I was there? Yes. Oh, he knew you were there. Oh. <laughs> what? Good, huh? And I was just yeah. wondering, like, did he know? Haha, ha, oh, Steve. I, I told, yeah, no, I told him. Um, and then he said some shit the bass player on a skin. Well, she's, what, born in 2000? <laughs> yeah, I think she's, ba- she's barely 21, if that. Her face, though, when she's performing is so, like, it makes her look so uh-huh. mature. But then I saw her, like, a little bit goofy energy when she wasn't on air. They're normal people, too. <laughs> and then there was a MacGruber sketch, the third and final. And I again wrote, who the fuck is the third? And then in all caps today, how had I not figured this out? Um, the radicalization of MacGruber was hilarious. Um, Will Forte as the capital shaman dude was unexpected. Oh, my God. But I, I, I laughed hard. He was saying, my body, my choice for men. I am an oath. I, I am an oath keeper, and boy, am I proud of that. I suppose you could say I'm a proud. Yeah, it was. I, I, I was fine with this one, um, and yeah, that was that was the show. Yeah, that was how it ended. Um, and the then good nights were so cute. They were. You, I saw. I don't know. Like, I want everybody basically goes up to Lorne, and he sort of like shakes their hand or whatever, like greets them, and they go onto the stage. Um, and it was so cute that the like energy on the stage, everyone was like happy, and it was nice seeing a lot of the faces that we hadn't seen all night. Um. <laughs> Lysavia, Senor, Punky, yeah. Johnson, Aristotle, Atari. Did Punky look pregnant? Oh my gosh, what? I don't know. She, I saw her in like the back. She was talking to Chris okay. Red, I remember, and I remember in the very back, like. Of, at the very end of the night, everyone was walking off stage. The very last two were Kyle Mooney and Sarah Sherman together, Aww. talking and joking around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that makes sense that they would get along. Um, yeah, love that for them. Um, we had a cut for time, ESPN's first take. It was okay, it was long. Um, it, was, it was funny, but I can see why it got cut, but it definitely nailed the vibe of Stephen A. Smith and uh, Michael Irvin talking about sports um, yeah i'll take your word for that <laughs> it was it was all right it just you know <laughs> they seemed really coked out yeah yeah she was like reminder it's 10 in the morning there's still an hour and 55 minutes to go you know yeah anyway what was your nope of the night um so my nope of the night I think I'm going to go with the hotel threesome sketch because I just didn't really like laugh at that. Like 
it, they really for too long he was shaking in that damn bed. <laughs> that, That's what did it. That bed shaking really got to you. Okay. Yeah. I- <laughs> That's a trigger of yours, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, just, I, no, <laughs> the fact that it lasted so long, you're done. Yeah, it, it could have it been shorter. Um, yeah. Yeah, my note of the night was the Jackie and Clancy, Kristen Wiig, Will Forte singing sketch. That was almost and, mine. Okay, yeah, it's just, I don't I know. I think Toddler Hell made me laugh enough that it made up for it all. Okay, all right, <laughs> Just the concept works. of Toddler Hell. <laughs> um, what was your runner-up? It was so difficult to fucking choose, but I ended up choosing the musical performances. Okay. Yeah. I almost chose them, but for some reason, I don't know. I don't know if I should have prepared myself or not. Part of me thinks I should have because I was like shook at the end. I, I don't know. Like if I, I think <laughs> I, if I had heard the songs, I would have enjoyed it. Like if I wanted I to text prior. you and be like, I'm surprised your younger sister listens to this band. <laughs> Yeah, man. I was thinking as I was listening to it, but I didn't tell you for some reason. Yeah, no, it was like, I I was shocked. I just had so many thoughts going through my head. So while I enjoyed them, I couldn't in the moment because I was just like, I'm sorry. Wait, what? Is he on his knees in front of that man playing guitar? What is going on? Yeah. It was. And Lord um, knows what they're saying in their Italian songs, which is all their other songs. Jesus Christ. They are explicit. They are marked as explicit. Okay, well, that's the rabbit hole I'm going down after movie time tonight. (laughs) Um, Actually, no, that's not true. I'll be editing. Um, (laughs) uh, My runner-up, ironically, was the Hotel Threesome. No way. Wow. Why was it runner-up and not your favorite? Um, And also, why wasn't it the cold open? (laughs) I I would say, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it might have been the cold open. I'm going to scratch that. My, they, they, yeah, Hotel Threesome, I didn't hate enough to, I didn't hate enough? Wow. Um, <laughs> Hotel Threesome, I found funny, but I, it was long, it was a little gross, it made me laugh, but I was like, eh, but I just, I liked it more than I liked Jackie and Clancy, so that's why it wasn't my nope of the night. I think that's why <laughs> I originally had it there, and then I thought I removed it, but I moved it down. Um, my runner-up was the cold open. Mm-hmm. Because there were already words in the runner-up slot. I was like, oh, cool, I've picked it. I can move on. No. It's not how that works. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so no, works. my runner- <laughs> um, runner-up was cold open. What was your favorite? Weekend update. Same. Fucking loved that. Oh, my God. Everything. I was, I was literally going to say nothing didn't hit. All of the guest bits were hilarious. Um, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, that was definitely the best part of the show. Um, but yeah, so you can find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. We have a website, satnighthighpod.com, and our Gmail is satnighthighpod. Find us on social media at satnighthighpod, night is spelled N-I-T-E on Twitter, where I get all the live tweets, and we're also on Reddit and YouTube, as well as, um, uh, are we on, we're not on Facebook. We might be, but I don't. No, well, we have a website anyway, so... Yeah, <laughs> Which I, I still have to keep updating, because, duh, it's one of those weekly tasks that I should do. 
Um, it's a fun website. Yeah, if you know, it it has a season and a half. Um, No. Oh shit. Uh, Well, well, listen to our first season and a half, guys. If you haven't, we have a whole (laughs) backlog of the homophobic and racist stuff that happened on SNL 1975. You're really selling it. Um, (laughs) But there's a reason why it succeeded. Not that. That wasn't the reason. (laughs) Jesus. Just making it clear. Um, no, and I mean, it kind of is fun to look back at it from a modern, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Lens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, until next week when we cover Willem Dafoe and Katy Perry. Which is a weird pairing. Katy fucking but, Perry, yeah. <laughs> I saw her on the Teenage Dreams tour. Wow. And it was... It, I liked it. I mean, it might have been silly, but it was a good time. She's campy. Gotta she, give her that. She really, yeah. It. I've never really seen anything quite like it. So. No. <laughs> yeah, but until then, happy highs. Happy highs.